0: Hello and welcome to Accent of Women, a show by and about women from diverse cultures and languages right across the world. I'm Giselle Hanna. Today we're continuing to cover the issue of Black Lives Matter, but a little closer to home, Australia. Many of you will have seen the coverage of the nationwide rallies and marches protesting the deaths of Aboriginal people in custody. These rallies were organised while social consciousness was raised, owing to the murder of unarmed black man George Floyd by police in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's been 33 years since the handing down of the report from the Royal Commission into Aboriginal Deaths in Custody, which covered a 10-year period. And thirty three years on, Aboriginal people, representing three per cent of Australia's population, are incarcerated at a rate of 29 per cent and dying in ever greater numbers in police and correctional services custody. These rallies, organised in the middle of a health pandemic, were criticised by media and politicians across the political spectrum. Organisers of these rallies of some 30,000 people were condemned on the grounds of public health and safety. But Aboriginal people face a greater likelihood of being murdered in police and corrections custody than they do for marching in the open air with free sanitiser aplenty and amongst comrades almost entirely made up of people wearing face masks. And at a time where state governments are recommencing public sporting events with stadium capacities of ten thousand people. The hypocrisy is maddening. On today's show, I bring you some highlights from the Melbourne Black Lives Matter rally held on Saturday, the 6th of June. You will have heard some of this content on last week's Accent of Women. But today I bring you all the women's voices, starting here with rally organiser, Mariki Onis.
1: Today, warriors of the Aboriginal resistance called the Black Lives Rally protest in response to George Floyd's death. And I'm just going to read you out our media release. I can't breathe. The words of George Floyd as he was being murdered by the police in Minneapolis resonated painfully with Aboriginal people as so many of our own have died at the hands of racist police and prison guards here in so-called Australia. We stand in solidarity with our brothers and sisters, our siblings fighting for justice and freedom in the United States of America and everywhere else in the world. In New South Wales, Dungati man, David Dungai Jr, was held down by five prison guards, also yelled, I can't breathe, more than 12 times. Not one officer even faced disciplinary action for Dungai's murder, and his family is still waiting for justice. Racist policing practices are lethal. In 2017, Victoria, Yorta Yorta woman, Annie Tanya Day, was subjected to racist policing practices and systemic racism which caused her death. In 2004, Queensland man, Mawarindji Dormidji, was likewise subject to racist policing practices and then murdered in custody. No one was brought to justice for his murder either. In 2019, both Joyce Clark in Western Australia and Kumanja Walker in the Northern Territory were shot by police. Shot to death by police. In New South Wales, in South Australia, Wayne Feller Morrison, in Western Australia, Miss Ju, in Victoria, Veronica Nelson all died in custody as a result of outright negligence the, on the part of police and corrections officers. In 2017, tardy Chatfield's death in custody at the Tamworth Correctional Centre was ruled su- suicide despite conflicting evidence to the contrary. TJ Hickey, New South Wales, Ray Thomas Jr, Victoria, both died while being pursued by rabid police against their own policing procedures of non-pursuit. Jesse Edwards was murdered on the streets in Swan Hill and his family was still fighting for justice. His racist killers have not been brought to justice. been white, they would no doubt be still here. These deaths are among the latest in the long line of deaths in custody in the United States and Australia. Since the Royal Commission in 1991 into Aboriginal deaths in custody, 400, and it says 32 on my piece of paper, but I believe it's 435 as we speak about this, people are dying. No one has ever been convicted for the death of an Aboriginal person at the hands of Australia's racist police and correctional system. Not one person. Aboriginal people and other racialised people are subjected to police brutality and racist policing practices every single day, and we've had enough. Australia and the US are both violent, colonial, racist regimes built on the genocide of Indigenous people and the theft of our lands. The police uphold these the ongoing violent policing practices which sees both Indigenous and African-Americans fill prisons and be murdered at the hands of these violent states. Black Lives Matter! I want to invite Sue-Ann Hunter and the jury-juries. Um, Sue-Ann is a Wurundjeri woman, a proud Wurundjeri woman, and she's going to start off our march with a welcome to country
2: and a minute's silence. Woman Jekka, um, our elders can't be here today, as you understand, they need to take precautions and we've encouraged them to stay home. But they've asked me to stand before you and welcome you to this sacred land. The land you stand upon, stand is the most sacred that you'll ever stand on. We come from thousands and thousands of generations. Our ancestors walked this land So you are free to be here today and hear your voice heard. They ask of three things of you today. One, look after country. Two, look after each other. And three, be respectful and they want you to be calm. We don't want anything that's going to overshadow our voice. We don't want anything that's going to take it away from the message that black lives matter. What I'm going to do now is ask for one minute's silence for those that have fallen.
3: Thank you. You will see
2: us with ochre and other people with ochre on their foreheads. This is our sign of mourning. Our mourning for 432 deaths. Lives that are lost over 29 years. Think about this, that's 14 deaths every year for 29 years. Let's break that down again. That's one every single month for 29 years. No one has ever been held accountable. Aboriginal lives matter. Black lives matter.
4: Now we need to mourn all those people that have died before seventeen or after 1788 not before after 1788 because that doesn't include all of those ones from the 1991 Royal Commission into deaths in custody. there's so many more people that have died in the frontier wars so we need to mourn them properly we need to farewell their spirits and I'm my heart's beating really hard because I'm looking, you guys can't see this, but I'm looking at the crowd and it's going to the next block. It's going to the next block. And I wanted to thank every single one of you people here today, Aboriginal and our non-Aboriginal allies, because for so long, for too long, we haven't been heard. And we are the same here in Australia than over in America. So finally, our voices are being heard. But I'm here to say farewell to their spirits, and I want you to repeat after me: Twaganin. Really loud, so our ancestors hear us. Twaganin. Yerabaling.
5: Murup. Nganyaro. Nanganyarul Tarangalk
4: So all of you guys were just speaking in the Waiburang language, the traditional language of the Wurundjeri people, the traditional owners of Nam of Melbourne. Now we're gonna sing together. Try and sing along if you want, but If you want to join in, I want you all to join in. I want you to put your hand on your heart and I want you to do the beat of the heartbeat. You can do it with your feet as well. So this will be the beat to this chant. And keep it going because this is all about everyone's life. And at the very end, the heart stops. So it's a very sad chant, but it's a very strong chant to farewell that spirit of our loved ones. Tuaganin,
5: Yerebele, Moro, Nganyaro. Ok, I'm
4: One more time, and I think stomp those feet. I can hear it, I can hear that heartbeat. anya Now, isn't that a powerful thing to do, to farewell those spirits that have been lost? And I just wanted to explain the words quickly before we go to our next speaker. It's basically, farewell, dear spirit, you're watching us from Tarangok where Bundral lives. We will see you tomorrow when our souls reunite. So now I'm going to pass it over to my daughter, Kaya. He'll be talking about the youth's per- perspective on this because we've all been feeling heavy. We've been feeling sick because we're absorbing all of this horrible stuff. So the young ones as well. So here's her voice. This is Kaya, my 17 year old daughter.
6: Kabar malamangil, nara kaya. Wirandri Wilamik, Wirrang Nyunggadjin womanyat My name's Kaya Nicholson Ward, and I'm a Jar Jarjarrang and Nyul woman. I just wanted to talk today and express my frustration and anger with the way the world is right now and how cruel it has always been to our people. I've had a really tough week dealing with everything that's happening in the world, especially with what's happened in New South Wales to that young Aboriginal boy that was slammed to his face by a police officer. I want to share some facts about Aboriginal people that you may not know that should be taught in schools. Aboriginal people are 28% of the prison population in Australia. We are 50% of the youth detentions population in Australia and we are only 3% of Australia's whole population. This breaks my heart because the government seems to not even care about us. You're on our land. It's the same story on different soil. We are dealing with the same racism here and Australia needs to talk about it, especially in schools. This can be done by teaching Australia's true history from our perspective. Especially how Australia was built and how my people almost got wiped out just um, for Australia to be built, we were almost wiped out. That's not taught in school. And it saddens me that I have to deal with the uneducated, ignorant, racist people that learn from this system. We have to deal with them and we have to educate them instead of the educators. That's not right. There has been around 432 Aboriginal deaths in custody since 1991. None of the police have been charged for those deaths. Let that sink in your head. It's great people are supporting the Black Lives Matter movement, but you need to support this after this whole situation. Don't just support Black Lives Matter because it's trending. I'll see you all on June 26 at the Invasion Day rally. Thank you.
4: together. Let's fix it.
0: And on community radio stations right across Australia, you're listening to Accent of Women. We're listening to some highlights of the Black Lives Matter rally held in Melbourne, Australia. As part of a National Day of Action on Saturday, the 6th of June, where rallies right across the country were held in defiance of the COVID 19 pandemic states of emergency. The rallies, drawing on the uprisings in the United States, both stood in solidarity with black lives in the US and right across the world, as well as sought to expose the state of Aboriginal deaths in custody here in Australia. The last speaker we'll hear from is Viv Marlow, a Guni-Yandi woman born and living and broadcasting from the lands of the Kulin Nations. I stand in solidarity with um,
3: black lives and the, and the lives lost to the brutality of the forces of the state, That we know are here for one reason, money. We know this, right? What a shame it takes an international murder of a black man to get any attention to this land. Shame on the media. Hey, where were you is when Veronica passed or Mr. Ward was burned in the back of a divvy van? Violence has been here for a couple of hundred years and your system sucks. And I actually don't want a part of it, me personally. It's not the measuring bar. Come on, people, Back. Back. There's a better way to live in harmony with each other and the planet. And Aboriginal people and, and Native people all over the world know that. I'll have a mention for the first people, too, of um, Turtle Island, the USA. What Yeah, these are the voices you need to hear. So thank you for coming and thank you for listening. And, and no, but no, this is systemic. doesn't matter how many times we march, we can protest all we want until the changes are, are, are made at the level of the... The assholes making the decisions here. Where are you, Mr Ken Wyatt? Minister for Aboriginal Affairs, I'll tell you about some other violence that happened in this land that the world doesn't know about. They blow up sacred sites for mining. So shame on you Rio Tinto. And I'll tell you another thing, not one death since a coloniser landed will go in in vain.
0: Justice is coming that was Viv Marlow the Gunni Yanti woman and radio broadcaster at Community Radio 3CR she concluded our coverage of the Black Lives Matter rally in Melbourne Australia on Saturday the 6th of June and that brings us to the end of today's program of Accent of Women this week's program was produced in my study at home with the incredible support of 3CR staff I want to extend a very big thank you to them for ensuring that this program is still able to be heard right across the country. Accent of Women receives financial assistance from the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The show is distributed nationally via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to us at accentofwomen at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter or like our page on Facebook. If you want to hear this show again or any of our previous programs, you can download the podcast from 3CR's website. That's 3cr.org.au. Go to the Accent of Women page and follow the links to this week's show. To close the show this week, I'm going to go out with a track from Murray woman Monica Whiteman. This track is called Lost Generation and tells the story of Whiteman searching for her indigeneity in a country whose legacy is the theft and dispossession of Aboriginal people. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Giselle Hannah and I look forward to your company again next week.
7: Karanaspaki, (laughs) Paqyamunda, E Tumenkar, Ero Karademili,
0: No leka
7: endai, O Dia me Don't leave island too far away. For my last generation, I get so far and stumble and fall. I get caught in complications. Cause I gotta know just where it is I'm around. Sister another I'll gotta sit right on the Ralph family, tree. For my last generation, well, I get so far and stumble and fall. You're uncertain for my last generation, cause I gotta know just where it is I'm around.